0: The skies
1: Welcome to the Hellcast 2.4. I'm Matt, and I'm telling you right now, sure I'm glad I wasn't in that locker room. Hey, it's
2: Michael. Get me, Brett, where I said...
1: Well, Mike, we're coming off a nice victory in our league opener. You know my favorite uh, number,
2: don't you? Uh, I do. Yeah. I sure do. Matches our win record.
1: sure does. Old number four, huh?
2: It is a nice time to go into a bye week. Yeah. Seems like I thought it might be a bit too early, but I do believe as it's working out, it's going to be perfect.
1: Yep. Yep. It, uh, well, we've got an injured quarterback. We've got a man down. Um, so that gives, that's twofold. We get uh, work from John O'Corn, who is now the quarterback. He gets to work with the uh, starters, the ones, and uh, get comfortable with those guys.
2: Looked like he was getting comfortable the last third of the game.
1: Sure did, sure did. Um, and then it gives, of course, Wilton a, uh, an extra week to, to heal his wounds, whatever those may be.
2: Yeah. Very vague, soft tissue looked like, you know, could be anything from a spleen to, uh, I've, I've got to figure it's something in the neck, upper, lower, mid, lower neck. That's why they wanted x-rays right away.
1: Yeah. I mean, it rules out a broken bone is this is what i'm hearing it
2: could be a broken rib though too
1: uh do you think he'd say a soft tissue if it was a busted rib
2: no no i think it's soft tissue but that's why they could have been going to x-ray not necessarily for the neck but for the rib or or for just whatever but yeah uh, i mean the way and you were- could confuse a broken uh rib for a uh a ruptured spleen yeah or a bruised spleen Right. Um, the way he was tucked under like that with such force, um, it's it's almost either got to be rib, spleen, neck. I mean, that's those are my the first thing that came to my mind as yeah. a as somebody who stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Really? Yeah. It, it, only it just looked. That.
1: It was an awkward scrunch. Um, I the mean, kids it,
2: have been making a lot of fun. I mean, I, this has nothing to do. It's off the wall. But I've been passing a lot of gas lately, and it sounds very unusual. Does oh. that seem unusual? Yeah. Do
1: you? Yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, about a twelve ounce gas, something like that. Oh, well, that's sixteen. Did I say gas. I meant hams. Hams. Um, Lee not Yeah. So Wilt took a uh, an awkward crumple. Um, Coach Harbaugh wasn't too fond of the lack of a flag there.
2: None too pleased with that. Yeah. Regis
1: egregious yeah if there was a stronger word i think he said that
2: <laughs> I, I immediately thought of much stronger words
1: uh burly uh
2: punk ass that uh, punk ass bitch
1: oh uh, uh yeah bush league
2: bush league uh yeah. boiler yeah yeah
1: boiler maker those guys were uh i mean dirty's a A pretty vicious term to throw around to a ball club, but uh, they were right there on the edge. Reminded me of a uh, Spartan ball game. You know, one 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 man's dirty is another man's aggressive. Uh, Knowles, Miami. Yeah, I mean,
2: Miami circa nineteen
1: eighty-six. They, well, they took their drubbing. uh, Come second half,
2: yeah, they they just their defense got too tired. Yeah, they were out there a lot. Yep, and it was a. Hundred hectare. Oh, and those black unis. Yeah, nice choice. We're gonna tough it out. Yeah. Have you seen my D my DC's head? Have you seen how scary he is?
1: Yeah. What I don't know what that guy's name is. He was. uh He He pumped
2: iron in state prison under the hot sun for four years. Nick Holt.
1: That's his name. Nicole. Nick Holt was full of rage. He was. He just could not stop that uh that train in the second half when it once it got rolling. Um all right, so uh first half Let's get half, this thing in order. Yeah. This is
2: a jumbled mess this first, 2.4.
1: First half well, we were, we did miss an we episode. We did miss a week. We took our bi
2: week a week early.
1: We were we clearly didn't improve a, a ton. No. We, we got to no. get better. We got to get better. We're we're getting better. Right. Um hey, something
2: came up. Eh?
1: Hey we're busy men.
2: That's right. We, we got, got we hey, stuff came up. We what? got
1: stuff going on.
2: I had problems with my boss. All right. <laughs> um, the
1: offensive line, uh, and some of the play calls were. It was just kind of a a mess um, for Michigan's offense.
2: Yeah, that offensive line in the first half to. Ha, ha, uh first half uh, and the first half of this third quarter were just out of sorts. Yep. The defensive uh, linemen dancing in the backfield at the drop of a hat. I mean, even the left side, obviously missing blocks. Ty, Ty Isaac, I mean, blocked like a chicken shit. Yeah, that was, uh, that was I mean, almost like I see like somebody like his arms, like, eh, yeah. and, like, and, and like, come on, get your hands out there and sniff the guy. You're six three, two thirty.
1: Yeah, I mean, you what you want to do is you. been athletic. You put your eyeball
2: right into that
1: opponent's um, Adam's apple. You get right up into him. Yeah,
2: and get low, you shock you him. Just, like put his. Elbows out on you know, like they like they taught you in second grade to block. You yeah, know? get your hands out there. That was get embarrassing. Get under the steering wheel and drive him. I don't know if he's got for, a two, sh- for one second. I don't know if he's oh, got an injury or
1: what. I don't know. Slow anything. him. Just,
2: he did look ill or something. He looked he, out of sorts. Yeah. In which case, then you can't have him out there because you're you well, end up you lose your quarterback. Carrance took a step back in the Heisman race. I will say, I'll admit it yeah. with that fumble. But dang, Matt. Yeah. That was a hard. That was a hard-fought run up until that point of that fumble. I mean, he was stopped, seemingly yeah. stopped short for several yards. It and, was that uh, second effort. That'll get a that yeah. second effort. Oh, and I'll tell you what, that's too bad because I think he's the best blocker of the three. Yeah. Um, and um, But you got to take a seat on the bench. Um,
1: Can't put the ball on the ground. Oh,
2: you got to, come on, you got to tuck the pill.
1: you got to carry that like it's.
2: But, uh, the right side and the left side of the O-line that week. Ugh. Um. I like Chris Evans, though, man. Yeah. That, that little that burst he's got and that juke he put on the safety for that, uh, uh 49-yard TD. and route to the house, that little juke, it's it's barely even evident, but it's so quick. Yeah. Boom, I'm in the inside and I'm gone. He's
1: got that subtle little hop step that is just a killer ankle breaker. Um.
2: What did you think about uh, our QB's replacement, uh, John O'Corn, who some have been bucking for for some time while well, you got his taste?
1: Well, it, you know, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I liked it a, a whole lot. Um, you know, there, he took a little bit of time to get to get into a groove. And I blame he the groove, O-line. And, you yeah. know
2: what? Wilton Spate wasn't doing much in that. Uh, no, he And was. I blame the O-line for that, too. I mean, he was under pressure. Guys right. were all over him.
1: Well, O'Corn brings the uh, mobility that Spate, we saw flashes of it last year. I mean, he went fast, but he was able to avoid pressure last year uh, for large portions of, this, of the season, and then uh, that
2: seems to be missing this year. I don't know what's going on, but... What was that, were you saying uh, during the mobile. game? You said something like, wow, God, Purdue's got two sacks in the entire year, and they've got yeah. Three sacks today.
1: Yeah, they came in to the ballgame with one sack on the on the year. They ended with four against Michigan.
2: Yeah. So that's a big problem because yeah. that's Purdue.
1: That's Purdue. We uh you know, you're gonna get you're gonna start losing a lot more than one quarterback if you keep doing that.
2: I will give you know, okay. As much as I hated the video of uh Brahm's uh pregame speech when his um seemingly fumbling words couldn't fire up the bunches he had to go to oh, the props uh you know what does a boiler do and they're all looking like what i don't have any idea what do you mean yeah uh, well, i don't know what a boiler does uh, he hammers down he hammers down and then they're like okay okay and then he's got to throw the chair because they're still not fired up yeah oh, all right yes he breaks stuff yeah that's right he he, he, he he's he plays dirty a Cheap shots edge. against innocent pieces of uh, furniture hand. in the locker room. Yeah. Well, at least they had furniture, evidently.
1: Yeah, Coach Harbaugh was not too pleased, none too pleased about the uh, inadequate visiting locker room facility. No,
2: but he, they were, you know, said they played like, uh, especially that defense, like that it wasn't a ninety degree day. But uh, back to corn. Um, I myself also was real pleased with his play. Um, made some heady plays, Matt. I mean, that's that's tough to do when you come in as the backup. First of all, you are the backup. So you, the, the team already has a psychological ugh. This isn't our starter. And now and, and it's just you can't help it. Um, a, a key player like that goes down and there is an ugh. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was evident. Um uh it didn't wasn't evident on the first drive though, because he made some the first drive he comes in there, he made a key long arse drive down there, made some tight throws. Now this is just a general view of his entire game, but I thought his deep ball looked real nice. That left that one on the left side to Kokoa Crawford down the sideline. It wasn't caught. But yeah. man, it was a beautiful looking ball. Perfect on target if it's just a yard inside. Luckily yeah. it was
1: that's a catchable ball. If he's
2: got a little area to go up and, and get it. He was sort of entangled with one arm available. but
1: Yeah, he's, well, Crawford going to have to start making some plays on some balls or he's going to get usurped, although he is a good blocker. He's not making a ton of sweet catches. He's uh, not bailing out his quarterback too much, but that's all right. You know, there's there's time.
2: He was moving, I thought, you know. Yeah, he, he did get sacked a couple of times. Uh, he was under pressure. Um, but most of the time, he, he was able to avoid that and step up and, and deliver or stay in the pocket and deliver. You pointed out that sweet throw to McCune. Uh, yeah. Uh, just a just sort of a, a, a 12-yard, 15-yard crossing route. Just right on the left to right. W- right
1: in front of him, he... Th- I mean, he was a wide open. On the money,
2: perfect speed, perfect lead. Yep,
1: gives him plenty of time to catch it and keep on running without breaking stride. That was a gorgeous ball. Um, Yeah, no, well, when he... he, ran hard. He came in, I got to be honest, I had that lump in my throat like, uh, this this is going to be an interesting ball game. Because the last time we saw extended action out of John O'Korn was the Indiana game at the Big House last year. And that was a little bit less than inspiring performance. Yeah. Um, clearly, he's feels much more comfortable. Um, well, he, he wasn't running backwards like he was in that Hoosier game.
2: Um, he, he, well, he he was a little bit, and he got out of a couple of them running backwards. Like listen to Brandstatter's like, oh, and he is going, oh, he's gotten loose. Yeah. You know, it's just. Uh, it was a. I assumed he was getting sacked on that play too. It was just, and then to be able to step up, and uh, But that's the difference. He stepped up and not worry about getting crushed from behind, and yeah. take your time and find him. And also, there was a, a boot that he ran where um, uh, he faked the handoff, and immediately the DN was on him. Uh, his release. Was oh yeah, so that quick. little that little sidearm slinger slinged it. Just a little Kenny Stabler ass. Yeah. Uh, Right on the money too. Yeah, that was slung it quick. The media Spate doesn't make that throw. Spate gets sacked. He his wind up isn't that quick.
1: No, he's got a little bit slower motion.
2: Um, uh, that was that ended up being a real nice play and a good play. Yeah, you're right. Nice throws to Shanley. I mean, obviously that back shoulder throw to Gentry that he audibled into. Yeah, as it turns out.
1: Yeah, he. You know, that was. Super pleasantly surprised with O'Corn in the day.
2: Monster third down conversions.
1: 270 yards in the day, Mike.
2: Had to have been what? uh, Per completion. I mean.
1: 10 yards on average, yeah. uh, 10.4.
2: Per completion, I'm talking now. Not, Uh, Not an attempt.
1: No, that's per completion. 18 completions for 270 yards.
2: Well, now let's look at that again, Matt.
1: Oh, I'm looking at uh, like, that's 15 this is yards per completion.
2: Yeah, that's that's he he averaged 10 yards per attempt, per attempt, which is which is enormous. That's very good. Yeah. Um, but he averaged 15 yards per completion. Yeah, or damn near it.
1: Yeah, I think it's probably brought dead on isn't it. Yeah, that's right exactly 15 yards per completion.
2: Oh, thank you, thank yeah. you, kids. That's the yeah. beauty of math. Stay in school.
1: Touchdown and an interception. Uh, interception. That's a tough break.
2: You know, um, some some are saying he threw it behind uh, Perry. I say Perry was interfered with, yeah. and uh, the, uh, that guy hit him early. Yeah, And it doesn't hit him early. That's a catchable ball. Yep. That wasn't behind him. That was right on his shoulder pads.
1: Yeah, it was marginally oh, behind him. But.
2: Okay, he had to stop, but I don't know if that was a button hook, which it very well could have been, or was he supposed to be continuing? I couldn't tell. looked like he was slowing down right there. It but anyway, make it was it was right to his body. It wasn't. He didn't have to reach. He wasn't reaching back to catch that ball. He may he may have had to slow his body to catch it, and in that sense, it was behind him. But it hit him right in between his shoulder pads. It bounced off his shoulder pads. Yeah, sure. Um, so you know, a bad bounce. I think that I think that was a, a boom boom missed interference call that was just That's really tough. unfortunate.
1: That's a tough break.
2: That's a tough break, and yeah. we've not. We've had a few tough breaks on those uh, this year. Yeah. A bingo uh, bounce off, and
1: we're due. We're due to get one well, we of these. We held
2: them to a, a field goal on that, I do believe. Or yeah, we did. Um, I gave him a B plus A minus uh, on that performance. I, I I could have been a straight A. Could have been a straight A. Um, but. You know, and and probably the reason he doesn't get a straight A is because probably because of the line play, as it turns out, more than anything. Well, that line, mind, play, but,
1: that line play is going to dictate how far this squad is going to go. Yeah, and if and, they don't get that short up right way. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, if they yeah, play like this, a couple not, more weeks. they've got a couple few losses on the schedule if they continue to play with this kind of line play because there's going to be teams that are going to be able to cash in on that.
2: Well, there's, you know, state scheming to, okay, well, How are we taking advantage of just this porous uh, right side? Well, State's not going
1: to move the ball, I mean, consistently. You felt like once Michigan get the lead against Purdue, it was uh, pretty comfortable. You just didn't feel like Purdue was going to get anything done. And that is because, what did they finish with, 10 second half yards? The the Don Brown special. Yeah. Shut them down outside of the uh, a, a bunch of throwbacks on a on a drive, yeah. and a short uh, short field with that turnover.
2: Yeah, they don't get tired. There's uh you get your you get your tight ends bailing. How about bailing you out, The offense out. The, I mean the McGee boys as I'm calling them. Uh,
1: Ninety degrees, Mike. Uh, ambient temperature. Who knows what it is on the field? Hundred degrees, something okay. like that. Um, 90 defensive snaps. Chase Winovich played 90 defensive snaps. Every snap. Every snap. He didn't come out and played a monster whale of a ball game.
2: Well, as Don Brown was saying, I feel bad for uh, Luigi Villain, who's ready to come in there and spell him. Yeah. But he just is a madman. He's ready to go. Um, I really like our tight ends, Matt.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's not to like?
2: Hands McGee and heads McGee.
1: We've got several of them, and Wheatley's, I think his hand's going to be healed up, get that cast off, and he'll be a uh, receiving threat here shortly.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, talk about the landed gentry. Uh, This gentry has landed him. Anyway, uh, Shun Lee had a couple of nice grabs. Shane Lee. Shanley? spelled like my german teacher would tell me to pronounce it with umlauts but it's chainly i do believe um, uh, but the things that get me down about this game are, are, are continuing it's the penalties just the you know and it's not targeting for us but it was uh, uh the um uh, uh, the holding um the jumping the uh the crack block i mean just the just a lot of stupid penalties uh that are killing drives and 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 in this case, we were bailed out with a couple of really long completions for first downs that you cannot rely upon to happen consistently and they and they did happen consistently in this game, but that's an uh that's an illusion that's not gonna continue happening I don't believe and turnovers the fumble the interception
1: two turnovers in the road is typically enough to, to doom
2: you. Right. Um, but that defense, once again, I guess it's a nice segue into the defensive uh, study, but that defense is what saves us. Got to get that stuff fixed.
1: Offense <laughs> needs some work. There's no doubt about it. Um, again, it's th- the difference between a championship team and a runner-up. Um, so we've got work to do on the offense. Um, did you want to chat about uh, that defense a little bit?
2: Is there anything to say, really?
1: Well, I don't
2: And what did they do?
1: We go on and on, really.
2: I mean, 10 yards in the second half? I mean, that's... seems pretty good. Um, Got some freaks out there, Matt. Just some freaks and the coaches know it. And they can't hold back any longer. You know? At this point, if you can't Give praise and exuberant praise to this defense. As a coach, I mean, you're yeah. you're, you're you're obviously lying. So, especially listen to Harbaugh's on our radio show. Both he and Brown talking about that D. I mean, it's just five sets. fast and physical, and it's fast because they know what they're doing. And boy, they can when they know what they're doing, and they're just moving fast. It's a it's destructive. Yeah, um, we uh, you know I tell you what, Noah Furbush is
1: played a really interesting role. That Sam linebacker position generally has played an interesting role in that they're plowing that position into that uh, A-gap, that center guard gap.
2: Unsung, most unsung defensive player.
1: And Devin Bush is quick enough to hesitate and then make a beeline into the backfield that they, nobody picks him up. He's running scot-free into the backfield, and
2: game over. Yeah, Don Brown saying he's the most unsung. When he's doing that, too. Who's that, Furbush? Running, the, running those twist blitzes.
1: Yeah. Um, he's doing a hell of a job.
2: For a guy that we... He, uh, and he's getting double. He's getting sometimes doubled when he yeah. plows into there. Heck yeah. He just absorbs it. They crash down, and there, there around goes Devin Bush, like the human rocket. Yeah, the human torch. Oh, my gosh. Johnny human torch. Yeah. Lights up the night.
1: Johnny bag of glass. Yeah. Yeah, no, Devin Bush and Chase Winovich had themselves a, a ball game. Damn
2: machine took my quarter!
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was impressive. They had the uh, the Omalachi crunch where Bush swung a m- the quarterback around. And
2: God, that guy's fantastic in an interview. Yeah. Man. Who's that? Winovich. Yeah. He catches like reporters snapping his photo as he's giving an interview. He's like, hold it. You guys, come on. Every time you take my photo, it's like mid-speech, so my mouth's open, my chin's like... Hanging down, and I look like a you know. Essentially, saying I look like a goofball. Yeah. How about I give you a a, a, a nice shot right now? Oh. So like, stay still and smiles. He goes, "You got, you got it, you got it." Let me see And He takes it. He goes, "Okay, that'll work."
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he went and what uh, this is after the air force game, and apparently he'd split his head open. Oh yeah, and he didn't they care. super glued it. They super glued it together, and uh, instead of after the ball game heading to the trainers, to get it stitched up, he went right to the media. And um, he's talking to the media with a split head held together by some... But he initially had his hat on? Yeah, and his dad wanted to take the hat off. Come on, Chase, take the hat off. He said, come on, dude. A little embarrassed.
2: That's a serve for you. He's a tough guy, though. He ended up leaving that interview, and they spent like another three hours digging ditches for the local <laughs> uh, serve potluck the next day. <laughs>
1: yeah, the potluck, huh? Uh, yeah,
2: that much luck there, but yeah. Uh, I mean that whole. I mean Hurst and Gary. That, gosh, that, uh, that motion dude coming around on and as Gary's blasting around the uh, the defensive end, and he just sort of gets in the way of of Gary coming around that defensive end, or that uh, tight end or tackle, and Gary just blasts him. It was the same type of shot that Devin had on that uh, on the the tail slot back. coming out to block him, the one who chopped him and he was getting back. It was a tailback, yeah. Was it? Okay. Yeah. yeah he I mean, came. It, it, they both depleted him.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Gary. Just wrecked him.
1: Gary was wrecking dudes. He's getting double teamed on every play, yeah. which is great news for Winovich and Hurst and everybody else. Uh, but,
2: yeah, yeah no, Bush, just, yeah.
1: offensive coordinators are.
2: Pick your poison.
1: Well, they're not picking it with Gary.
2: Well, you've got to on this team. I mean, Hurst is unblockable. He's flat out. uh, Harbaugh and Brown both said it. He he is unblockable.
1: Yeah, to my untrained eyes, he's unblockable.
2: Uh, So you've got to double. If you're not going to double him, you can't double both of them if they're on the same. That doesn't matter. You can't double both of them unless you're going to leave somebody or maybe two guys unblocked. And they're all flying at you. And it's interesting to listen to Brown going. Well, what were the differences? Changes coming into the second half against Purdue I said. Well, we went to more, we went to more man pressure, and the guys really responded. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah, so. I mean, they sure did. Dave. I sure do like that man pressure.
1: Shut him out for thirty six minutes. No, Aubrey
2: Solomon came in and, like, he played pretty solid up the middle as well.
1: Yeah, we got let's see a little bit of Michael Dwyer. Fur
2: uh, long, uh, good. Yeah, alert. Both is sticky coverage. Yeah. You don't hear about um, Medalis or Kinnell. Maybe Kennel. Maybe Kinnell had a one or two bad tackles or something like that. Um,
1: well, he tried to go high on that tight end.
2: But you don't hear much about him. There wasn't. Uh,
1: you don't want to hear about your safeties.
2: No, you don't. That's good.
1: Yep, that means our front seven's getting the job done.
2: Oh, boy, it's just... <laughs> I feel bad for Sparty. I feel bad for just about anybody. So, on, yeah, good 28-week uh, we cover. We cover comfortably. You know, I think it actually fell to about 8.5. I, last I checked, it was at 10.5, and I think at game, off, game time it was 9 to 8.5. So we covered comfortably. Yeah, it turns out... Um,
1: he put twenty one up in the second half and hold them to nothing. I mean they were shut out. That was the exciting offense coming into this ballgame. The coach
2: was some wizard offensive uh genius. I sort of have to say, okay, the guy's a good coach coming in there. He has a record coming in there. They they went for a good coach when they you know, he's no this isn't the typical Purdue coach. He's got a record of success, so I have to figure that success translates on the defensive side of the ball as well, so I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping they came in here and were able to fire up those D linemen such that they are a better group this year. I have to assume they are. If the offense is better, the defense is going to be a little bit better than a normal Purdue squad, but still, that's very scary That watching how those defensive linemen just were in and amongst the backfield all night long until... They just they just got beat, you know, halfway through that third quarter. So anyway, what else happened to the Big Ten, Matt, this past weekend, besides our stunning victory over the Purdue Boilermakers? Because you know what, normally, b- Boilermakers hammer down.
1: They did. They hammered down for a half. They were uh, well. They
2: hammered down at helmets with the crowns of their helmets, and that ended up getting them back, yeah uh,
1: two ejections. Um well we had the uh it, Penn State went out to Kinnick Stadium at night and we know what that's all about. Gosh. Um no. that's a shit show. And uh damn near got got beat. Damn near uh, did, yep. They didn't. And the what, zero time left on the clock? Is that about right? That's about it. Um they go ahead and throw a Nice little touchdown pass to seal it's be it.
2: be nice to dominate that team again, undefeated.
1: Uh, Penn State?
2: Yeah. Yeah, well. It's striking what we've been able to do with that sick one over the last two years.
1: Yeah, I've got my uh, reservations about holding that guy in check another year. Is that right? He's the best player in the conference, probably the best player in the country.
2: Yep. You know what Don Brown says about our middle linebacker?
1: He's the uh, best Mike in the in the
2: nation. In the nation, yep. Uh they asked Harbo about that during his radio show.
1: Well the the best I mean the best uh Mike in the conference is either um
2: dude from Iowa.
1: What's his name? Josie Jewell. Ju- Josie Jewell. Jewell had himself a freaking ball game. Sixteen tackles, three tackles for a loss, a uh Fumble recovery, did he have like an interception? To, I mean, he had just, in a historic game, and that historic game limited Saquon Barkley to a measly 211 yards on the ground and 94 in the air.
2: We have four guys on our defense that can have historic games against Penn State, including our middle linebacker, yeah, who's I mean, the best we, in the nation. Yeah, you know what? I do. I, I There's no way I was sporting the defense we sporting. No, There's just no chance. Well, Nobody is. No, not even Clemson.
1: Clemson may be close. Clemson's very close. Clemson, Michigan, you could flip a coin. Who's? But I mean, you're. I like our coaching. You're, you're splitting hairs.
2: Well, Brent Venables is a solid coach. Uh, Brent Venables sounds like a uh, a healthy snack. He's very good. He's not yeah, Dan Brown. Healthy snacks he's, don't he's beat Don Brown. Yeah, Dan Brown I mean, is a filthy snack. Yeah. You want, hey, have this with a big brick of cheese. It's Don Brown. Yeah,
1: Clemson's got the boys. they got they got boys everywhere. They've got a very good defense. But we're not playing Clemson. Uh, Is that
2: right? We've got a bye this week, right? We're playing. We didn't uh, fill it in with Clemson?
1: We're, we're, yeah, no. You we're know what,
2: boys? Well, here's what we're going to do. I know it's the bye week. But you know what? You played so well. I don't want to take them out of my way. I scheduled Clemson. <laughs> See, I'm screwy like that. I'm screwy. Yeah, all right. I'm just kidding you, boys. Hey, I'll see you Tuesday.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, so the Nittany Lions they, they pull one out and uh, are now <sighs> one and zero in the conference. That would have been a nice loss to have.
2: I can't wait till the son of Sorley lives his name and then becomes sorely missed as we d- dominate them. Yeah, you're more optimistic about that than I am. Um, I've seen it. God, I've seen yeah. us dominate Penn State their entire lives. We're the bane of Penn State. Each year's a new year, Mike. Yeah, it is, and it, every year it seems to be us dominating Penn State, even when we have no business dominating Penn State. Yeah.
1: 2013, that didn't work out so well. Eh, good times. <laughs> <laughs> good times. It's We dominate them in, unless we don't. Is that
2: what you're saying? Ah, uh, I just like, uh, these, these headphones make it cool to hear yourself talk. I just Sometimes I just like to say stuff. I hear you. Yeah, sometimes.
1: I hear you. Another ball game in the uh, Big Ten worth mentioning, um, is not worth mentioning. Ohio State beat the pants off, the brakes off of, you know. Tarkanian?
2: Yeah, we, we really didn't. Running Rebs? We didn't, that's not even worth talking about. Did, what did Tracy Ogden do? Did he have a big game?
1: Yeah. Plastic Man.
2: Plastic Man showed up.
1: Yeah, he he wasn't then he wasn't in the in the pads there. Oh. uh Irish went on the road to Spartan Stadium. Oh yeah.
2: And uh beat Michigan State pretty handily. 38-18. Was it 38-10 or 38-7 early? 35-10 or something like that. Um the Spartans
1: scored an a Touchdown with three minutes remaining. It was thirty-eight to ten at that
2: point. So, have the Spartans gone on to celebrate their their late surge in the game? I, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I did not see the end of that. Uh, were they taking some pride in that? Were they?
2: Don't they always take pride in that, like running up garbage time when they're getting crushed? Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Hey, look at we did. Yeah, I remember that when. Uh, the
1: Hoke years. Remember when remember that uh, was
2: last year against Harbaugh.
1: We got a first down against the Irish and we got that year we got shut out. And I remember looking at uh who was our offensive coordinator? He's down, down at Florida. Um oh, how quickly right. his his uh, his star has fallen. Yeah, well he was all fired up because he's gotta get the freaking first down, we didn't even score a touchdown. Like that's just freaking embarrassing.
2: But if that's what you're saying, that's where Sparty's well, look, at now. Look at the offense down there. My God! Remember, he was the savior for uh, Borges, and now he goes back. Well, yeah, then he, he goes wasn't to Florida. A, he, no, a he wasn't. Offense. No, but he was so touted. he, was and going then from he Alabama, goes down to Yeah. Flor- right. Then he goes down to Florida, and they can't. They've had their worst, like the three worst offenses. They. Yeah. I want to say it's like Rob or Ron. I it's, can't believe I don't know his name. Yeah, I'll tell you right now. It's Doug Nussmeier. Nussmeier. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: My yeah, anyway, he was oh, uh, embarrassing um, Embarrassing to celebrate a first down and a shutout. Um, so anyway, what do we know about the Spartans? They turned the ball over a Evidently, bunch.
2: A bunch. Lewerke well, uh, was, what, 31 for 51? So they, they throw it around. Oh, my God.
1: Well, they're playing from behind, Mike.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... 31 times. I can't imagine anybody dropping back 31 times against Michigan's defense and expecting to come out, not just. Well, he dropped back 51 times. Well, we broke his leg last year. He dropped back
1: 51 times, completed 31 for
2: 340 yards.
1: We broke his leg last year. Uh, Yes, Jabril Peppers came in on a late blitz and broke his leg.
2: The work? Sure did. You hate to see injuries. No. Um, No, don't want to see those. I don't wish anybody injured, but I just don't see how anybody can drop back 51 times against that defense and not come out broken in two. I mean, they they, they are delivering crazy full-speed blows that I'm, you know, Winovich, Bush.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit like the 2013 Spartan defense. Yeah. That was a... They put the... Beating on uh, Devin Gardner, absolutely beat him up. Yeah, they sure did. I Heroic. shocked that he survived that game, Spin up blood and the whole bet.
2: So they've got a good running back.
1: Uh, he's struggling. L.J. LJ well, Scott's but been he's struggling. got a. He's
2: he's he's not young. He's a veteran. Fairly. He, he was good last year, I right? Mean, but uh, the whole team's just got the fumbles right now. He's. Uh, is struggling to hang on to the ball. Um a lot of youth on that team. Right. They've probably got a decent you know, the best part of that team may be their oh uh, well. Initially they started out playing really good defense. I um, mean they had they had the best defense over after two games, I think, in the Big Ten. Uh, they had given up one touchdown or zero touchdowns defensively over two games. But I don't think uh really the competition was they up played to Bowling stop.
1: Green and Western Michigan.
2: Um
1: yeah, held them to 24 points between those two squads,
2: but I do believe uh uh one of those scores was not a you know, was a defensive touchdown or something along those lines. So Anyway, uh, always got to figure Sparty's going to be respectable on D. They're certainly not at the, the level, you know, that, say it again, said it last year, we keep saying it, the The reason that defense was as crazy good as that defense was is now in Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, they had players too, but yeah,
1: the uh, Narduzzi was the architect of that defense. They had pros all over that defense.
2: And I know D'Antonio comes from a defensive background, but...
1: And I think the uh, rest of the league has downloaded that uh, quarter's defense that they mastered. Yeah. mastered. Um, there's there's killers that you can run at them in, which is that slot that seam where you stress that safety. Um, if you can beat that safety, you can beat that defense. And Well, that's, that's a problem strength.
2: for them right now because they've got some youngsters back Yeah, there.
1: they do. If you can throw the ball, and that's just it, is if you can throw the ball against them, you have time. you got to protect your quarterback you can beat them over the top because their secondary is not great. Um that'll be a challenge for the Michigan to keep their quarterback clean. Um because they're going to come with the house because they know they have no they don't have a great secondary. Well, so they got they got to get you, get you uncomfortable.
2: Then it's just tight end crossing patterns uh that you can get the ball out quick and then they're going to have and if we can you know, guess right a few times on when they're bringing the house and spring some runs, just like Purdue. I mean, it's it's once you start hitting some of those seams, yeah, you've got to back up against that run, yeah. And then the run opens up. I mean, it's just it's a, you know, oh, is that right? Is that right, Michael? A balanced attack helps out. Yeah, never heard that before. Uh, Harbaugh loves his play action. But you got
1: to run the ball there. Set does. up the play action. It's
2: in his blood. It's in his DNA. Oh, Two tight ends set little play action.
1: That's a uh, staple in the Big 10 has been for
2: split slot right
1: 50 years.
2: You know, you got a tight end split to the right or left. One in with a slot man uh, a fullback and a tailback. And that is what he is what what is coursing through his blood now he's a pro and he's developed more than that, but he'll run that just as just as soon look at you yeah we've
1: got well here's the thing is Michigan needs to start executing some base plays, and they were not executing base plays at all I mean it's a relatively vanilla offense we are running and
2: uh for a reason. Yeah, but if you can't listening ex- to those defensive players, I have to imagine it's yeah. the same on the offense and the defense. You have no idea what's coming, what we have in store, how much better we're going to be. I don't. You believe haven't that. seen anything yet. Well, I don't believe that. You don't. You,
1: you and I would disagree on that. We were talking about that last week during the ball game. Um, my contention is if you've got if you're running base running plays and you can't get four or five yards to pop, what are you holding back? I mean,
2: you got to be able to run that play. Okay, but, uh, right, okay, but it's still, a, it's not a creative offense. There's nothing there to to make, get you on your heels off the get-go. It's, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to run base. I mean, coming out and just running base offense for the first three for the first three drives, instead of passing on the first down, or instead of running a little play action on the first down, let's get them on their heels. And if you can get somebody on the heels, I don't care whether you're blocking them or whether you're scheming them. Once you get them on your heels, then you can push them around to any direction you want to go. But if you're just going to start off with base, you know, that's my, that's my contention. I think they can be more, much more creative, and they're not showing that creativity yet. Because they don't think they need to.
1: And I would say that I don't think they can execute it. Oh. That's all. All right. Now, if they can execute...
2: Well, agree to disagree, then.
1: Yeah, no doubt. When um... in Rome. Well, we shall find out. I mean, now that we're getting into the meat of the schedule, um,
2: you know what? That's true. We're we gonna, will find out
1: because we can't be holding stuff back from our in-state rival. Um, that's a kitchen sink game. Um,
2: yeah. I don't know if it is this year. Oh, I think they'll know right away. But I think if we are we come out right away, and we are dominant. And, and we don't need to use the kitchen sink, you ain't going to see no kitchen sink. And we realize we can get by with vanilla and not going crazy. Then I think the you just made sink. my
1: point, then. I think if you're dominant with your base offense, then you don't need kitchen sink.
2: No, oh, exactly. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. But I do believe there's stuff in the bag that we're not seeing. Because that why sure, would we see it?
1: I'm sure there's a whole, there's probably hundreds of plays that we're I'm not tri- seeing. Triple option. We, we can't, we can't execute but base Lee plays. K
2: Hudson's going to come in the Wildcat and run triple yeah. option. I mean, it's going to yeah. be awesome.
1: I'm guessing they're repping a, a base set of plays in practice more than they're executing.
2: Well, right now they're going back to a set base set with the new QB. You know it's just repping, 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 repping. He's, reppin'.
1: he's, he's been on the squad now for his
2: fourth year, third year. What do you do if you're Harbaugh? as far as this decision goes. Now, he's come out and said if there was a game this week, he cannot play, spate. Well, then you got to go a We don't know if that's bullshit or not. And we're not obviously going to know who's the quarterback is. You know, all the media is not going to be able to say, hey, you know, all the, the fans out there are going to be, you know, wow, well, what do we know? Do we know? Do-? We're not going to know. That's just the flat-out truth of it. So... If you were Harbaugh, and if Spate is healthy, um, does it all things okay, being equal? If Spate is healthy by next Monday and is ready to practice, O'Corn moved the ball better than Spate
1: did, is what I saw
2: against Purdue. I would start O'Corn. You have to figure if he can't play this week, he's not repping as the major. Now, they may be 1A and 1B repping with the first group. But something tells me one A is getting a few more than one B. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but something tells me the starting quarterback's getting more reps than the backup quarterback. I mean, I say, uh, I'd say three to one more reps. Okay, so if you start your prep this week, you've got to make that decision: Are we repping this guy? I mean, because you know, I mean, I don't know. It's would seem to me.
1: If I'm Carbo, I'm starting John Okorn. Me too. Against the Spartans,
2: especially if I'm repping him this week. Uh, I don't know Spate's condition, or maybe I do know. Um,
1: uh,
2: you get Spate ready to to step in if you need, if need be. But you gotta, I think there's also a O'Korn. difference when you are named the starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, O'Corn is not other than be okay. To be named the starting quarterback other than injury. So, if he were to know Spate is healthy and he still gets named the starting quarterback, I think that could be a difference maker in his mindset. For the team to know you're practicing with the starting quarterback going forward until otherwise notified, I think they need to know that right away. That line, the receivers, this is the guy we're going with until until further notice further notice i think that sets a mindset for the group to get around him he's no longer the backup listen this is his job he's earned it um and for the quarterback i mean i am the guy i've been chosen um it doesn't matter the reason these reasons happen all the time what do you think do you think it matters i I think coach harbaugh
1: probably approaches it that my guess is he understands the fickle nature of the position. He broke his uh, he's, Yeah, – he's been broken back there in the pocket. He understands how uh I think since okay. that moment – remember when he got um crushed against the Spartans, broke his arm, and then the season went in the tank because they didn't have a backup? Oh, yeah. He's probably never forgotten that. I can't imagine he has. So he's been, as a coach – Knows and understands the value of having a backup that can get in there and take over, not miss a beat. He's preparing his both his quarterbacks to prepare like you're going to start.
2: And history's there with that with Kaepernick yeah. and Smith. Correct. E Wally Pip Smith. Smith was a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, cost and that was the end of him. Um. All right, so we're we're in, we're in agreement there. Uh, do we want to make a pick for that game at this point uh, I wanna without wait. knowing that? I'm
1: going to probably wait to see how the Spartans do against Iowa. I, I would, I'm going to pick Michigan to win. Yeah. But the margin may change between now and next week in my head. I think it's a comfortable win. But, I mean, it's comfortable late, let's say. I don't know. I just I, I can't see the Spartans moving the ball on that defense. No. it's No. You know, but, I mean, who knows? If Michigan can't uh, hang handle the ball, you know turnovers has been a bugaboo thus far.
2: I, th- I think there's a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. The last time Sparty came to that stadium, oh, no and doubt. I think there's going to be a lot taken out on them in front yeah. of our crowd and to make sure the, that crowd doesn't see that anything they, like that before.
1: They'll have the '97 uh, team there in attendance,
2: and um, you know they'll I have think every
1: reason to beat the brakes off of them, and they've got largely. The ability to do that now, you know, I'd like to see that. We should have beaten the brakes off him last
2: year. We- I'm going to make my pick right now because yeah. there's no, uh, there's no, you know, with our schedules and you know the problems I'm having with my boss and whatnot as to whether there will be a preview next week, uh, a 2.5. But if there is, I'll stick to it. I'm going to tell you right now, and it's all based on numbers. It's 52 to three. Really. You're really talking about a blowout, a beatdown.
1: I don't know that we've ever seen that margin against the Spartans. Oh, uh, forty. I
2: remember. I can, remember, I can remember a four. Yeah, I can remember a f- forty-nine yeah. to seven or forty-nine nothing or
1: forty-nine nothing would maybe. equal that. Yeah. Um. I. I. I don't think I'd go that. That steep. I'd love to see it. Um, we're determined not to let them score a touchdown. A shout out would be sweet. no doubt. The are hard as heck to get, as we
2: know. Yeah. Um, they're a proud team. D'Antonio ain't got no give up in him. No. You know he's going to try a fake punt or a fake field goal. He, or... will,
1: he will throw the kitchen sink. He'll catch someone off guard.
2: So all he's got to do is bust
1: once, and that's, that's points. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. If we can score 52 points against anybody, I'd be thrilled.
2: Oh, right on time. Well, there's a couple defensive touchdowns in there, too, because the oh, yeah. work he's going to be scrambling and throwing and Vert and I think probably Kalike and who knows. Uh, yeah. and you could see Devin Bush, who just about had a pick. Sure and it would have been a pick six Yeah. had he come down with it. Yeah, he's uh he's oh, oh, He has got some uh, quick instincts, that fella. He's damn good. He is damn good. I'm glad he's, uh, he's Wolverine, no doubt. Well, that... Just about finishes it, Matt, unless you can think of anything else in the sports world that's going on on this Wednesday, uh, September 27th, 2017. Well, now that Pretty you mention it. slow sports day, hasn't
1: it? Yeah, now that you mention it, uh, it turns out there's trouble with the capital T what? in the what college.
2: Say what say you, man?
1: College basketball I world. I know not of what you speak about. You should probably pull up your... Uh, that rock that you've been living under?
2: Oh, right. It's Petoskey stone, Matt. It's shined and buffed and polished. Yeah. I do live under it, but it's a it's a large stone. My family and I spent all day digging for, all year.
1: Well, let me tell you. The uh, FBI is uh, investigating some corruption. Says who? Says the federal government. Department of Justice. Yeah,
2: J. Edgar Hoover's on his case, huh? Well, listen here, you dirty rotten scoundrel. Yeah, I'm going to take you in. See. So thus far, the uh
1: dragnet has cost Coach Patino and the athletic director at Louisville their job.
2: Uh Rip Patino. Rick
1: Patino. Oh
2: no, Rip Patino.
1: Rip Patino. Rip Patino. Rest in Patino. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of a bomb bombshell, oh, thunderclap. Yeah. Uh,
2: that's not going to help his son either, unfortunately.
1: Well, he'll have more time to hang out with his boy.
2: Yeah, his wife's out of her mind. Um, wow. Yeah, that's a crazy story. So
1: that uh, that's, a, you know, obviously that's a developing story. Um, Oklahoma State assistant coach, uh, Auburn Chuck Person assistant coach, um, assistant coach at Arizona, Assistant coach at Alabama. Um, feds are looking at Nike now. Uh, Adidas involved in this, so uh, the uh, this is a big the, problem for the a lot of folks.
2: The head of global marketing for Adidas. I mean, yeah. th- there's not many bigger probably positions in the company. I mean, there's you know.
1: Coach Beeline, I don't believe is losing any sleep tonight. I don't
2: think so. I love listening listening to those, uh, reading those uh, Cardinal vlogs, and oh yeah, maybe we could get Beeline down here. You know, squeaky clean. You know, what delusion do you think? Oh yeah. I mean, he's going to have shit named after him here. You know, so kids will probably flock to him now. He's he, he's uh, the cleanest he's guy out certainly there. Certainly in the in the driver's seat, as far as. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, but the, but the thing that I found, really, I was, I was listening to this last night. You know, it all came out yesterday, and then, of course, lots of coverage. Listening to J. J-, J- Bilis, uh Billis, uh, Bile ass who I would normally call Bileass, ass because I'm not a fan of this guy at all. I don't like him at all because he doesn't like Michigan. But beyond that, he made a good point. It wasn't really a point. It was just an observation but he was watching that um, a U.S. attorney make a statement, a uh, you know, very detailed statement. Uh, you know, first of all, if if they're going, if the feds are going after you, you're fucked. Yeah, you're you've got problems. You, 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 you are uh, a better than nine out of ten percent chance of losing. I think it's ninety three percent. So they don't go after you until they got all their ducks in a row, and they know the answers before you know the answers. So, yeah. But, but what he was saying is, when the that um, a U.S. attorney in Manhattan got done speaking, a, a, an investigator, FBI investigator, got up and said, uh, essentially, to the NCAA hoops community, we have your playbook, and this investigation is ongoing. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, better
1: than that, they throw out an eight hundred hotline number, and then he says. uh... It will be better for you to call us than for us to have to call you. Yep, I mean,
0: well, there are some fam- dudes that are. They are famous. I mean, what's yeah. their what's
2: their game? They get you in there and then they flip you. Yeah. All right. Well, how how how? What can you tell us? Because this is what you're looking at here. Yeah. I mean, if if everything goes on your side, this is what you're looking at. But this is what you could potentially be looking at. But are you willing to spend five years? Because you're looking at. 10 to 15, you're probably going to get – you'll probably end up with 3 to 5 yeah. uh, sentencing guidelines. Uh, well, a- Unless you can help us out. Do you know anybody else who might be involved? Are you going to cooperate with us? Boom. I mean, these guys are not willing to go to jail for their coaches, right? Are they? We'll find out. We're about to find out. Because, boy, this is going to be a – I mean, so many people – I mean, you just need to walk by coaches' offices at every – this isn't news. Scholarship basketball program.
1: This has been going on for 50 years, 100 years. Um, people getting paid. It's now that the feds are involved. That's the, uh, that's the game changer. Just
2: walk down the athletic halls, and when you smell the shit, by that basketball coach's office, you know. Yeah. He knows somebody. When those names were dropped, you know that people just shit their pants. Because there's several of there's so many people out there who've who've done business with them and now are wondering: Was I being recorded? Was I on videotape? Did I say anything? Did I say? Oh my God! It's just like... How about Calipari today? Now, Calipari could be squeaky clean as far as I know. Rick
1: Pitino could be squawking like a bird. He doesn't know anything. Pitino?
2: He doesn't know anything.
1: Yeah, you're right. He he does not know. He's
2: he was shocked to hear these allegations.
1: But yeah, that's all it takes. Is
2: but uh, where's Patino going to go?
1: Well, if depends.
2: I, I think I think you're looking at uh, coaches. I mean, and um, I guess you could look at ads. But I think as coaches, as higher up the pecking order. I mean, I think they're going to be they're going to be talking to these guys. I and mean, what what assistant coaches from these programs have you been dealing with? And sure, the assistant coaches are the guys who are resigning. But if the assistant coaches are doing th- then the coaches know what's going on. It's just like that. Patino probably has plausible deniability in this whole thing. He-, he probably isn't recorded. Maybe he is. I don't know. But.
1: He's survived this this long.
2: But, I mean, you-, you have to know what's going on. But he hasn't you- had wiretaps well,
1: with him uh, thus, thus far. The NC2A has. Oh, nowhere man. near the resources nor Well, it's an want indictment to. against
2: them they, they they have no idea this whole thing was even going down well that's
1: it's a conflict of interest for the NC two a I mean that's they're making a ton of money off of hoops college hoops
2: oh man this is nothing like uh feds don't care uh uh losing uh, losing a, uh, a postseason ban oh they are wishing for a postseason ban at this point this is uh this is scrape and rebuild
1: well there's talk of death penalty. Um, you know, that's early days. I mean, it's, we're just getting started here, but um, it's,
2: it's. I don't feel. Be, yeah, B line is just chilling, I have to imagine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you're a squeaky clean program and you've got a couple open scholarships right now, I mean, we've already seen all these five stars flipping. Oh, oh yeah. To, how many of those like, five you six figure guys, the guys today? Going
2: to Arizona are going to be flipping too. I mean, they're heavy into this.
1: Oh, for sure. I
2: mean, top rated preseason number <laughs> one Kansas, Duke. If- both Louisville and and Arizona had top 5 recruiting yeah. uh last year.
1: Yeah, there's a there's Okay, a, there's state a lot has of been a,
2: a, a, and who else? Uh, Auburn, yeah. Someone just decommitted from Auburn. Yeah. Um Oh man, so yeah. A lot of people looking for a
1: landing spot. Landing spot, right? And they're going to be a little disconcerted because they're going to find that landing spot minus the hundred grand that they were going to get.
2: Well, they may have already a week got, ago. Yeah. They may not even be going after the people who took who got the money. it has been a three-year it, investigation. As long as they cooperate and say, "Yeah," they may tell them you can keep the money. We're not interested in taking the money they gave you. Oh, um, do you know how big of a? Do you know how? What? What do you want to know? You uh, these these people's fam these uh, players families don't care you're not going to take that money and I'm not going to get you trouble you just want to hear what what went on well but here well let me tell you well, let me tell you exactly what went on
1: i can't imagine they have reason to take the money from the kid
2: no we we know that they don't necessarily take all the money yeah i mean right? unless
1: they've committed a crime
2: so i mean i think the people sp- Give hey, them the money. they just want the cooperation. You, can you help us out? We want Old the window. bigger fish. We don't want you. We don't want your money. Yeah. We just want to know what you know. Well, we're gonna, and this, so is, this is, is yeah, all it's gonna, so this, interesting. This I mean, is going to be a mess for a lot of folks. And it's so nice. To, and I again, I'm knocking on wood. I mean, because I'm, I'm just like I'm so confident that Michigan is so squeaky clean. He can't be bought. He is just, and he's been voted by. He was just voted by his coaches as being the the cleanest coach yeah. in america
1: is reading His some beers. of these why do they even these, have uh, a poll like that Nick Baumgartner. beeline once refused to interact with sons aeu teammates slash parents due to rules might be the only power five head coach left who adheres to nabc offer guidelines and best believe beeline has lost out on recruits in the past because he won't shake from stuff like those nabc guidelines he doesn't care
2: well, Chicago, Chicago uh, AAU yeah. guys won't even deal with him because no, he doesn't pay money.
1: He's too squeaky clean. Recall being at a U of M alum function once. Beeline was careful not to speak with some ex-player's sons because they were of prospective recruit age. <laughs> when Coach B was doing a Chad, a Chad Tough meet and greet in the neighborhood, we were told no boys aged X to X were allowed to attend. I mean, he does not. He is black and white with the rules.
2: Right. Nothing wrong it's, with that, and yeah. he's still look at that. Look at the job he's doing. Yeah. Izzo's, you know what? Izzo's probably doing a, you know, pretty clean job too.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I hope yeah, he is. I, I mean,
2: honestly, I do. I hope it's it's yeah. Sparty it's, doesn't get caught up in this. Yeah, I hope I uh, the know. Michigan I, teams I, just I, remain. There's
1: been grumblings of one of Izzo's assistants maybe being. No, I hope that's not true. I hope not either. But that's been a, a rumor over the years. Um, but you wonder, Calipari. As sober. I was saying
2: earlier, Calipari, and I don't, not saying anything about him, but today he was coaching a congressional hoops team.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: And it's almost, you know, and I'm sure it was scheduled long before, but it's uh, almost yeah. like, hmm, trying to get out in front and do mm-hmm. all the good things, and oh, look at me, I'm helping. out. How can I help you up here in the government? Well, his, yeah. Yeah, no, his, sorry, they have no oversight. Yeah, these these geese have already been <laughs> cooked. For yeah, large they're
1: cooked. Part. Um, all right, Mike, well, on that bombshell of, uh, NC two A scandal, we will, we may or may not check in with an episode next week. Um, so if we don't, let's, uh, let's hope we have a favorable outcome in, uh, the big
2: house and certainly will the seventh
0: night
2: certainly game. Will. First night game against the Spartans. I love it. Yeah. Actually, I, I don't love it. I think it's a bad idea. Uh, too many people will be pickled. I know I sound like an old man. I would be one of the ones pickled. <laughs> but uh, I don't need to be pickled and then trying to get home or find my way. So yeah, yeah. probably going to stick home and watch that one. Uh, no, I'm going to Ohio State. So I'm at this point, uh, I know I'm catching a good one. Uh, uh, yeah. Too many, too late. Too many, uh, t- too too much of a crazy-arse rivalry. Too much dry drought weather in uh, uh, for couches and timber to burn. Uh, the whole thing uh, is just. Uh, I agree with Coach uh, Coach Brown and Coach Harbaugh that uh, noon games are the best, uh, especially for this one.
1: All of the the two night games I've been to have been nothing but a good time.
2: Agreed, agreed. But the Notre Dame fans will not get his pickled. Uh, I'm sure, and that's one of the one you're referring to, I'm sure, because I think I was there with you. Yeah, uh, I've been to the
1: two uh, Notre Dame games. I did not go to the Penn State night game.
2: So, um, yeah, and they don't get Penn State fans and and Notre Dame fans are much tamer and don't get uh, if the, if the, those I would say okay, let it go, but it's this game. These fans are just going to get. Pickled, and then be in Ann Arbor at 10, 8, 10 p.m. And I don't at see, it.
1: That, but I mean, that, the last time I was in Ann Arbor, two years ago, for the, uh, the game that we won't mention, I mean...
2: There was nothing to be upset about. Nothing to destroy stuff about. They won. Well, that's what I'm saying, is, I mean... They're going to get smoked, and they're going to need to take out their frustration somewhere, and they're going to be hammered, and it's going to be Ann Arbor. Yeah, well... I may hey, not, get may off, may not be get off ball, my yeah. field. I'm pulling up my trousers right now and <laughs> straightening my... What, what are you kids doing out here? <laughs> Let me tell you something. What do you say, Matt? I got a good idea. What do you say, we go blue? We do go blue.